0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast. Monday, May 13th. Yes, it is the glorious voice of yours truly that you hear once again. I'm Will Brinson. I'm back from Disney. Very excited to be back hosting this podcast every single day. I missed you guys. I am told that things went very well while I was gone. And we'll probably spend 15 or 20 minutes catching up. No, I'm just kidding. We'll talk about some football. We'll dive into the news. Uh, Tuesday's show will be our Game of Thrones show, of course, beloved by our bosses that we talk about Game of Thrones weekly. Joining me today, oh, before I bring on Ryan Wilson, I should point out that uh, the PGA Championship is this week. Happy PGA Championship week. It will be airing on TNT and CBS. It is, I I don't want to say it's the best major because it's not the best major but it's one of the it's one of the two best majors how about that uh pga championship moved up of course and if you want picks for the pga championship you should go to sportsline.com you should be reading kyle porter's stuff on cbs all week and make sure you're going to cbssports.com slash live to watch the streaming options available for the pga championship it's going to be a great week we'll have more info as the week rolls on ryan wilson I don't want to give you too much credit here, buddy, but from what I understand, you basically kept this podcast alive while I was gone. True or false?
1: I think it says something that your boss, our boss, Eric Kay, took great pleasure in texting you while you were in Florida that the podcast was going better than ever, and we really didn't need you. I think I had very little to do with that. It's just a matter of giving you a hard time while you were <laughs> chugging $10 beers and not doing anything.
0: Oh, my God. So that place is expensive.
1: Um, I told you that.
0: Yeah, and it's not a joke. Uh Disney Disney's price point.
1: But how was the customer service compared to every other customer service experience you've ever had in your life?
0: It's fantastic. Right? So number one. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. I mean like they're like, "Hey, like, do do don't you dare tip us while we load your bags." Um, you know, they're like, "And of course we'll drop you off. We're going to we're going to make sure you're like you lo- at least the package we got, you would load your bags and uh, you bring your bags to the front desk, and then they would show up at the carousel in Raleigh when you got home. Um, you, everywhere you went, people are trying to give you something. Uh, they're, they're being uh, they're being very friendly and cordial, and they should be because they're gouging your face with with money.
1: We literally we took our nephew back in 2014 when he was 12 years old. My le- nephew and I went on um, whatever that water ride is. That's sort of a climate
0: Cal- change, Cali River
1: Rapids. Yeah, so we had to wait. Um. A while for that because it had broken down for a while. Anyway, we literally lost my wife and my two kids at the – I said at the time. They're still my (laughs) wife and two kids. They were much younger. (laughs) We literally lost them. We had a miscommunication. We couldn't take our cell phones on the ride because it's a water ride. So my wife had our cell phones. I, Me and uh, my my nephew Porter went to a pizza shop and tell me at any other walk of life where you could go to a pizza shop and say, hey, I'm lost. Can I use your phone? The manager ran out. He could not have been more helpful. It, he immediately was it, was it, was gave it, me the phone to call her.
0: By the way, was it Pizza Safari?
1: Whatever. It must have been because you're in um, – yeah. that was
0: – Animal Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Animal
1: Kingdom. Yeah. So it must have been because we took a couple laps around the park. I was like, oh, my God, we're never going to find him. Uh, my two-year-old at the time was like, oh, we've lost dad and and Porter forever. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, the, the pizza dudes, um, give me your phone. Uh, he's here's the phone. Make the phone call. They were in the parking lot waiting for us. There were some stern words shared after the kids had gone to bed about communicating better, Mm. say from whom to whom. But anyway, the point is you you can't roll into your local pizza hut and be like, hey, man, I need to use the phone. It's like, get out of here. And they hit you in the head with a pizza pan. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, normally in another music part, they're like, sir, this is – Go, you know, if you go to the state fair, you're like, hey, I've lost. This ain't my- wins. If you're like, hey, i lost my kid and my wife, uh, they're like, hold on, we gotta go find them. Um, and yeah, Disney, they're, uh, they, they take care of you. And I'm pretty sure that everybody now with those bands that you get these wristbands that you can charge anything you want to your room. You gotta pay for it eventually. But, um, you can, you don't have, you don't have to carry cash. Like I, I never, I didn't have a ca- credit card or a, um, or any cash on me at any time. I just used the band. And if we wanted something, you just blasted it.
1: Like the fire festival bands to, to put $20,000 on. (laughs)
0: Um, we sort of had a pizza safari incident too. And we're not going to spend this whole time talking about Disney, but I mean, look, I was there for a week and you know, that's, that's what I did. Um,
1: by the way, you tweeted more in in a week at Disney than I've tweeted since the draft is in.
0: Uh, I did. I got my screen time report on Sunday. Thanks Apple for, for doing that on Sunday. Like I really need that shame down 17%. So that's exciting.
1: That sounds wrong. Um, what happened at pizza? safari
0: well so we went to do the avatar ride uh, i don't know if you heard about this
1: wasn't open when we were there but i've heard great things about it
0: holy crap it is freaking awesome um but uh I, i'm not as we did as we documented um my wife is actually proud of me because i went on it by myself robbie was uh, two inches too short to ride it you have to be 44 inches he's like 42 inches tall um, so they said hey look you got to go down to the gift shop but he didn't really want to ride it anyway he's a little scared so ak went and wrote it and then they did a ride. Like, this is the thing is they were like, hey, listen, you've waited in line for 15 minutes. Your son's too short. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you uh, one free fast pass for another ride. And then you can just go hang out at the gift shop. And then when she's done, you can go ride it. And don't worry about it. You'll be taken care of. Like, they're just throwing ride passes at you. And so um, so I, she wrote it. And then we swapped. And she took Robbie. And I went and rode Avatar. first. Look, first of all, it's incredible. You're on this. You get strapped in on like this little motorcycle harness type of thing, and then they they lock you in, and you and then they lift up the screen, and you're riding a banshee around this world. It is, I think, the closest thing you could possibly come to simulating uh, a Game of Thrones dragon ride.
1: And yet, you spent so much time on Twitter blasting Avatar, having said no one's. seen
0: I was it. in the gift shop waiting to ride the ride, having said nobody's seen Avatar. Nobody, no, find somebody who's seen Avatar.
1: Me and Sean have seen it, and it came out in 2009, and it was... Uh, it's still... It's, still out, it's not something you watch a second time, but the first time, it was pretty amazing.
0: It's still the most, uh, the most, the highest... Grossing box office movie of all time, like Avengers: Endgame, which I haven't seen, so no spoilers. Um Is trying hey, to that catch guy it. spoiled
1: it to you on Twitter? Didn't he say someone died?
0: What an absolute <laughs> prick!
1: I, I laugh so hard at that because you have all these stupid rules about what is and isn't a spoiler. Listen, TV shows kind of spoilers, movies do not.
0: He replied out for something totally different, not related to Avengers at all. It was like bleep di- blank died. I love that guy. I was that was like, guy Are you kidding control. me? I was like, I was like, you know, that's an automatic block, right? You pulled <laughs> the Prisco on. Huh? I mean, that's clearly I'm going to block you. Um, but, uh, so I get done with Avatar and I walk out and everybody's standing at the exit, like backed up. I was like, what the hell is going on? So you get done with the ride, you think you're sprinting right out. It's, it had started pouring down rain. So I sprinted down the steps in the rain, got drenched. I get stuck in the gift shop for 45 minutes, walked next door and got a beer. AK was at Pizza Safari where our reservations were. Robbie's melting down. She's melting down. Everybody, when it starts pouring at Disney, everybody flocks into the nearest you place. beers. Yeah. And so I'm just slamming beers in the, uh, in, in the Avatar gift shop. And, um, at that, at that point, it's things that we'd been to the park three days, things, that was the only time we got in any sort of fight. Um, Yeah, three
1: straight days is a lot. You gotta break that up.
0: Yeah. Uh we didn't just because of our schedule, we did a pool day on Monday. It didn't really break it up. Uh we did Epcot the first day, Magic Kingdom the second day, Animal Kingdom the third day, and then Hollywood Studios, which actually I thought was the best one.
1: Um Yeah, I don't know. It was a hot?
0: Yeah, yeah, it was real hot.
1: Yeah, so that's the great thing about um, Hollywood Studios. You can sit in the A.C. and watch that Star Wars thing as many times as you can.
0: The Star Wars ride was a lot of fun. Uh, the Toy Story Land, which is new, is really cool. There's a game where you pop in and you shoot um, a 3D cannon. And Robbie right, – uh,
1: Yeah, we must have done the older version of that because after – I scared the crap out of my, my seven-year-old at the time. On uh, What's that rocket ride called?
0: Uh, Space Mountain?
1: Yeah, that was the first ride we did. So the rest of the time was spent on those sort of – yeah. Um. Toy Story type, Roger.
0: Yeah, Robbie wasn't really into. He did a couple of roller coasters. wasn't really into it. Anyway, um, that's the Disney portion of this podcast. Any questions you have for me about Disney?
1: No, but related to uh, nonsensical stuff that's currently going on in pop culture. Was Aaron Rodgers on Game of Thrones?
0: He Sunday was Day? one of the guards. Did you see him? Uh, I've seen screenshots. I did not catch it live.
1: I hope he died. Did he?
0: Somebody die? also pointed out. Look, again, we're not going to spoil Game of Thrones. Now we'll talk about that later.
1: It um, was spoiled after season eight started.
0: Ooh, you didn't like see last night's episode, did you?
1: Yeah, I'm indifferent. My wife is... Let's, let's, like let's, let's save it, let's save it,
0: let's save it. We'll let's save, save it. it. So what
1: else did you, were you going to say about the Aaron Rodgers thing?
0: Uh, he was also supposedly... Somebody saw him like diving in. Uh, it'll spoil it. We'll just talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it with Sean.
1: All right, yeah. Um, I, I just forgot he was in it. I didn't see him. I anything
0: there. else I missed while I was gone?
1: Uh, let's see. What else did we talk about? We did. We, we not really. I I guess that Brady. I didn't look, go back and listen to it, but um, Debo mentioned that uh, Brady and, and Pete had their own Game of Thrones recap. I don't know if you heard it.
0: No, I didn't. I, I, didn't, it I
1: didn't. Must have been I at the top of Tuesday's episode. No, it must have been Wednesday's episode because we do Tuesday's recap. So Wednesday they talked about it when they did the the podcast from the studio. Right. Uh, Debo said it was quote unquote interesting.
0: Well, <laughs> so I got a bunch of tweets that were like, dude. People blast you for tangents. Prisco and Brady are,
1: yeah, I saw that
0: bizarre freaks.
1: Because Brady is secretly terrible about tangents.
0: Brady's the worst. Brady brings out the worst in me when it comes to tangents too. Uh, and Prisco, like, he loves going off on tangents about random things, and they like complaining about different stuff. Um, so yeah, that would be uh that would be it would be unsurprising if if we were talking about those guys as uh, as as possible tangent heavy people. Did um. Okay, I'm gonna sort of run through some headlines here and, uh. Yeah,
1: not a lot going on.
0: There's not a lot going on. This, many camps are fired up. Uh, on a scale of one to, um, one to ten, what's your, meh, factor when it comes to Le'Veon Bell and other, or somebody like Le'Veon Bell, who you know has been a pain in the ass previously, but, old, but, you know, wasn't, wasn't like Antonio Brown pain in the ass, was Le'Veon Bell painting the ass, um, he signs his big contract with the Jets and then skips their voluntary workout. He will be there at the mandatory minicamp. Yeah,
1: nah, I don't care about that. I mean, he's taken off, what, 12 months? Twelve, Actually, more than that. So it'll be 18 months by the time he shows back up. It's fine. Adam Gates said it'll be a mandatory. He's had a lot of wear and tear. So the mo- all the more arrests you can get him, the better. I think the more interesting story out of the sort of Jets last week was Quinn Williams. I don't know if you saw this. He was talking to the media after minicamp, and he was – talking about how starstruck he was yeah. and that, as he told me on the on the red carpet hours before he was drafted third <laughs> overall, for he you. said eight months ago i had no idea whether i was going to start let alone be drafted or where i am now so it's all happened really fast for him he's still really young i mean he kid has braces but I, I do appreciate the fact that he's not not been sort of jaded by all the money he's about to make um the dude was happy about seeing Sam Darnold in person. I mean, he's he plays like, with two. He's of
0: them. like, "Oh my God, I, I, I just met Le'Veon Bell, guys, and it's like, what, what are you talking yeah, about?" Yeah, Le'Veon.
1: Dude? Okay, I get it. Sam Darnold. Come on, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's like you'd say so that was a
1: good story. I like that. They're, I mean, you know, so Jay Cutler, I want to call him Drew Lock. Apparently, looks fine at minicamp. Throwing in shorts and t-shirts. Dwayne Haskins looked fine throwing in shorts and t-shirt.
0: Jay Gruden, by the way, says there's an open quarterback competition. If you had to. Um, if you had to uh, – I'll, I'll point this out, too, on Le'Veon Bell before we get to that Redskins thing. I don't know that the story – I think this is just a difference between when you leave Pittsburgh and you go to New York. Like, the story is big if Le'Veon Bell skips Steelers minicamp after – but it's not as big as it is in New York. Does that matter? Don't you agree?
1: Yeah, I mean, luckily for Le'Veon Bell, Daniel Jones happened, so no one really cares about him. <laughs> and the Giants are the bigger story usually in New York. It's, 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 I,
0: I know, but I mean, like, every time that Le'Veon Bell does something, it's like, is there already a rift between Gase and Bell? It's like, what are we, what are we doing? Like, they signed him. Just
1: wait till Antonio Brown does something in Oakland, then we'll have to worry about that.
0: Yeah, maybe he's just so big at this point that he, it's going to be an issue, but I mean, if he's, I don't know. I just think if he'd sign with the Jaguars and he skips voluntary minicam, we're like, ah, oh, whatever. Well, Tom
1: Coughlin's having a meltdown, though.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, all right. The Redskins, Jay Gruden says there's an open quarterback competition. If you had to handicap it right now, Percentage chances, Dwayne Haskins, Case Keenum, and Colt McCoy, who starts week one?
1: I would start Case Keenum or Colt McCoy. No, but what, first, what
0: percent chance do you think it is?
1: Case or Colt, I give uh, 75%. Uh-huh. Maybe higher. You can't that just combo,
0: force. so you think 25% chance Haskins starts week
1: one? Yeah, I just wouldn't force him out there. There's no reason to. I mean, yeah, they drafted Terry McLaurin, um, and they drafted another wide receiver, too. Who'd they draft? Oh, you're. they drafted Harvin. Yeah. Yeah. So they have to, those two but those guys are both rookies. So, you know, it's hard for rookies sometimes to come in, especially as receivers, and contribute right away. And never mind that, but Dwayne Haskins has one year. He's a redshirt sophomore coming out of Ohio State. There's no rush to get him out there. And this team on paper, it ain't great. Maybe that changes with um, who they add. They add any wide receivers. They're even adding any wide receivers in the free agency. No, there's, this
0: is not a good team. Yeah. I mean, I will say that, like, it does feel like a team that could end up. If ever, like, we should do this floor, ceiling floor, uh, podcast. We should do that for, yeah. Well, we got time. This offseason, we do have time. Um, like if you were predicting right now the floor for the Redskins, I think their floor is really low. Like they could win four oh, games. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all if they had the number one pick next year. Um, I do think that their ceiling is probably something in the range of nine wins. Yep, every, everything breaks right.
1: Yeah. And it was, I can't remember whether it was Sean, it may have been Sean. Sean or John last week has the Redskins as their favorite in the division, um, which isn't crazy when you look at the rest of the division. You wait, never wait, know. wait. Well,
0: Somebody said the Redskins are the favorite to win the division?
1: I think it was Sean. Sean, then he backtracked was quickly. He drunk? That's not the – I mean,
0: the what if Carson, went, that...
1: Carson Wentz doesn't stay healthy?
0: They got Cody Kessler.
1: They do have Cody Kessler, so that's a solid plan B. Who is the backup? But uh, Who's in between them? Oh, they uh, drafted someone too, I believe.
0: Uh, no, it's – um.
1: Cover the time of year where he's so hard to keep up with everybody.
0: No, it's uh, he played. It's Nick Sudfeld. Sudfeld.
1: Oh right, Sudfeld. Okay, so Sudfeld.
0: Wow, good Monday. Monday, we're recording this on Monday morning, by the way. Oh, they drafted
1: Clayton Thorson too out of Northwestern. Okay, so they have four guys now. So one of those guys isn't making the team. Either way, so Wentz could get hurt. Plan B is Uh, a great. According
0: to our lads, they also have Luis Perez from the AAF. AAF five quarterbacks. That's an interesting group of quarterbacks. I think Doug Peterson and, and that staff and um. Mike Groh's done a good job. He did a good job as quarterback coach. Uh, Jim Groh's son, of course. Now the OC. Um, oh, I could see them, love a Groh. I could see them parlaying one of those quarterbacks into a decent backup.
1: He's Jim Groh.
0: Al Groh. Al Groh, not Jim Groh. Jim, 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 Jim Grobe. <laughs> Jim Grobe is the old, uh, there's, Wake Forest coach.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. There's that, there's that post vacation memory. I, I gotta be honest. I love the Eagles.
1: What? Yeah, everything breaks. I mean, yeah, Miles Sanders is awesome. They drafted our secret white side, who I like. Traded for, trade for Jordan Howard. Healthy. But last week, here's the question I asked John. Would you rather have – who was the other quarterback we were talking about? Oh, who are you paying, Dak Prescott or, or Carson Wentz?
0: Um,
1: Pay him $30 million a year. Who are you paying? Back to your you hesitating tells me the answer.
0: I mean, Dak is – Carson Wentz has better upside, but Dak has been well, I, healthy the whole time. That's right. So I, that's, I can't pay a quarterback who can't stay healthy.
1: Well, that that's right. So that's why the Redskins are Sean's favorite team ever in the history of, of college football, of, of uh, NFL.
0: I mean, Carson Wentz has played three seasons –
1: 16. He just takes hits. And as John pointed uh-huh. out, even in South Dakota State, he was hurt for I think he broke his wrist yep. right before the game he came back and whooped up on on his wife's poor team, Jacksonville State, in the finals.
0: Sixteen, thirteen, and eleven. Uh the eleven coming off an ACL injury. Just wonder if he rushed back from the ACL. I mean he had a really good season I he had a good season. I didn't rush
1: back. Yeah. I would know.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> he had a good uh last year. the, the,
1: the Cowboys the Cowboys, I'm sorry. The Giants are gonna be terrible. I mean uh, high I, I with,
0: think um, the Giants are gonna be better than people think.
1: High low for them is is nine and five. I feel like they're slightly better than the Redskins.
0: Mm. I I think I would say the Giants ten and six is the
1: all right ten and six fine.
0: I, I, know, but, I think the Giants could win f- four games. I
1: mean, what about the Cowboys?
0: Uh, the Cowboys have a higher floor and a higher and a lower seat. Like I think the Cowboys are like seven and seven.
1: That's, that's lower. high. Their floor okay?
0: I would be surprised if the Cowboys didn't win won less than seven games. That would be a meltdown.
1: Right, yeah, they. I mean, like seven and ten, maybe ten and a half.
0: Are we do- nah. Are we doing yeah. the the floor ceiling? I'm just doing. The, right uh, I'm just
1: asking about the end because we were talking about you were surprised that Sean was so. so uh, he's not really that high on the Redskins, but he even mentioned the Redskins.
0: I, I mean, was, I, I just was, think the, is the division's terrible. I think the Redskins are very clearly the worst team of this division.
1: Yeah. Uh. No, I don't. I take that back. I think the Giants are
0: look. The Eagles have – we mentioned other guys on offense. And, again, Carson Wentz has to stay healthy. He's played 16 games his rookie season, played 13 his second season. It, I don't think it's out of control to to imagine that he plays 16. They did a good job um, bringing in Andre Dillard, who can be a backup option if case something happens to Jason Peters, age, injury. It's happened before. Their defensive line is – is loaded. I mean, Derek Barnett, Malik Jackson, Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham, Vinny Curry, Tim Jernigan. They brought back Chris Long, still on the fence as to whether or not he's going to play. Josh Sweat, who was a fourth round pick in in 2018. I mean, they, this is the you know the linebackers are. They added Zach Brown on a cheap deal. I don't think he's a superstar player, but a really nice add at that point in time. They brought back Nigel Bradham, uh, Jalen Mills in the secondary, Malcolm Jenkins, Ronald Darby, Sidney Jones, the second round pick who had torn his ACL coming out of Washington. I think that, I think that this team is. A top.
1: Yeah, no one's saying that they're not the best team in the division. Just that if I
0: think, I think they're a top three or four NFC team. If, if Carson Wentz plays six games, if Carson
1: Wentz, that's right. Right. But there's a scenario, however unlikely, that the Redskins, mm-hmm. you know, could do something. Who knows? I'm not sold on anyone in this division outside of the Eagles. Assuming but, that look, Carson's healthy,
0: I was hired we were on the Redskins last year. They could go out and win nine you were? games. Uh, are you being sarcastic?
1: I'm trying to think why. You had Alex, I picked the Redskins. win oh, win the Oh, Alex Smith MVP, I forgot.
0: Yeah, you were talking about Alex Smith MVP. I think the Redskins would win the division before the season. I bet on it in Vegas, like a Champrone. They oh. should have, they should have gone over their win total too, but I mean, you know, stuff happens. Um, I don't know. I look, I could see the, to the, the Giants, speaking of them, they signed, uh, Mike Remmers. That should solve yeah. everything. Uh, Huge. he, he, uh, he in theory as his, uh, as his agent. Brett Tesler, friend of the program, sort of friend of, uh, he lives down in Fort Lauderdale. Um, he uh, pointed out he will go back to playing his natural position, right tackle, should replace or compete with Chad Wheeler at the right tackle spot. I do think that, and look, Mike Remmers is a guy that Dave Gettleman had in Carolina. I, 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 again, I don't think the Giants are good. I'm not saying they're going to be good, but when you look at what they put together on offense, Nate Solder, Will Hernandez, John Japio. Kevin Zeitler, and now Mike Rimmer slash um, uh, Chad Wheeler. If you can run the ball effectively with those guys and Saquon Barkley can build on his what, what was an incredible rookie season and you have Golden Tate yeah. and Sterling Shepard and oh, Barkley please. catching the ball and, and Evan Ingram and Eli is at least efficient, I don't they're why, you,
1: why would Eli at least be efficient? He's 38 and he hasn't been efficient. They've won more than uh, they've lost once since 2012. So what's changed?
0: They have won. They've been over 500 once in
1: since 2012.
0: Yeah, that's not. Uh, they've won eight games the last two years
1: combined. Let's be clear:
0: 2013, seven and nine; 2014, six and ten; 2015, six and ten; 2016, eleven and five; three and twelve; five and eleven. That's not great. Eli. He, people point out that Eli completed. If Eli has the season he had last year statistically, no. and the Giants can run the ball. I think that this they team. They ran the
1: ball last year. I know. With Odell I
0: Beckham. Know, I know. They probably, they probably won't be very good. I'm just saying, I think that they, they, I think they have a very high variance. Like they could be. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. Four
0: wins or 11 wins. Uh, not, any, anything in that range wouldn't surprise me. I wouldn't want to bet the over, but uh, I'm not, I don't think they're going to be a, I think they'll be better than last year. I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm crazy.
1: All right. We'll see.
0: Uh, what else is happening? Oh. On okay.
1: Monday, my, Three things the Steelers need to do. Oh, there you go. Well, Super Bowl well what,
0: what, what, before why don't we just hit one more piece of news? Then we'll talk about that. Actually, um, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Jesus, I am slow off vacation. Cam Chancellor and Doug mm. Baldwin appear to have. They have been released by the Seahawks. Appear to have retired. As a massive thunderstorm sets in on Raleigh. Fun. Um, were you? Uh, were you surprised to see Doug Baldwin walk away from football?
1: Are we sure he walked? He's had so many surgeries. It may have been wheeled out of there. No, I, I think. He knew it, and I think the, the Seahawks obviously were preparing for it because they drafted DK Metcalf in the second round. They drafted Gary Jennings in the fourth round, and then they, um, they drafted this kid, John Ursua, out of Hawaii in the seventh round. I didn't even know who he was, but he led the country in touchdowns. So they have plans in a post Doug Baldwin world. Um, Doug Baldwin's awesome. I think he's only 30, 31 undrafted free agents out of Stanford. That dude was a baller. Yeah. So he's gone, and, and that's a, It's a big loss. I mean, they still have Tyler Lockett running deep routes. That's what Tyler's been doing the last few years. So we'll see who the middle of the field threats are. Uh, I think I wrote about – last Monday I wrote about things that the Seahawks could do to get better, and and one was to um, find a a middle of the field threat that's not necessarily going to replace Baldwin but sort of give someone – Russell will throw the ball to. And I mentioned Michael Crabtree as perhaps sort of a wide receiver slash tight end option Mm -hmm. in, in the middle of the field. Um, we'll see if they do anything if they're happy with these guys. But yeah, I mean that that's a that's a big loss. Cam Chancellor, we knew for some time that probably wasn't going to play again. I think a neck injury, so he sidelined him originally. They didn't play. I mean, he played last year. They right. Yeah, he was so, um, but again, that guy's a dumper. Yep. And defense is fine though. I I think this is one of my. We talked about this last week. This is one of my favorite teams in the NFC. I think they could secretly win that division. Oh, I agree
0: completely. And look, this is. I think I I do think the Doug Baldwin loss is massive though. This is a guy that has been it was as even when he was banged up last year he was a change mover for Russell Wilson, one of the toughest guys in football, fought through tons of injuries in in 2018 uh to to play pretty well. And now you it's looks to me Ryan like it's very much a boom or bust offense because it's if you're going to you're gonna, still run it. No, They're going to run the ball a ton. But I like there's no like you said, middle-of-the-field threat. I mean, Tyler Lockett and D.K. Metcalf, Jeron Brown? I mean, we're talking about like these are deep.
1: These yeah, are Gary deep Jennings sets. played that. He was like a big slot for Will Greer at West Virginia. He struggled with catching the ball, which is sort of an issue if you're a receiver, but um, he ran like a 4-4. He, so, you know, but again, we just talked about wide receivers struggling as rookies. So, right, there's no sort of proven guy. I think Michael Crabtree, I don't know if Des Bryant makes sense, but that type of player, someone who can just, you know, they're running four sevens, but they're in the middle of the field and they can sort of occupy – the safety or the linebacker because they don't have much in the way of, of, of tight ends that are game changers unless Will Disley is your guy.
0: No, I'm with you. Uh, by the way, I, there's quarter size hail that could uh, that could land on me any second now. How Which
1: is funny because you texted me because you were running late. Oddly enough, mm-hmm. from your car and it was sunny outside. So it's interesting to me that. Suddenly things have changed so drastically in the last 15 minutes.
0: <laughs> for those that, so I was running back to record this podcast of driving Robbie off at school. Um, I will text you a picture of the radar, Ryan, since I know you. Ryan thinks that I have stock photos of, uh, on your phone, on my phone of, um, of like construction guys around, like in and around the Raleigh area as a way of like having a built-in excuse if I'm running late for something like, uh, Siri, text Brian. I'm, sure, I'm sure
1: your wife has seen that same construction <laughs> photo It's
0: awesome. Um, I think, uh, by the way, I would, I would recommend, uh, and I like to recommend not CBS stuff, but go to the ringer.com and check out Danny Kelly's, uh, write up. I think Natalie Wiener had a good piece for, uh, SB Nation as well. Just sort of two people who grew up as Seahawks fans and to watch Doug Baldwin walk away. It is interesting to think about him, maybe more so than the than the Legion of Boom as the heart and soul of that team and sort of what defined how the Seahawks came yeah. about. Um,
1: By the way, all that belly aching and Doug Baldwin, I don't remember him being a part of the belly aching, but Richard Sherman certainly was, uh, about how Russell Wilson was a weirdo and not a real teammate or whatever the issues were. The last man standing is Russell Wilson.
0: Absolutely. Bobby Wagner, one of uh, also left over. But I think yeah. Bobby Wagner, K.J. Wright, and Russell Wilson are really the only bridges to the 2000 and – 12 Seahawks, right? I mean, 2000 to the, the championship team. Maybe I'm you know, missing yeah. somebody on the offensive line or defensive line, but by and large, they flipped it. I, I, they signed Ziggy Ansah, though. They drafted LJ Collier. I, I, I agree with you. I like what the Seahawks have done. I think they'll be good. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we come back, we'll explain why the, C, the Steelers will win the 2019 Super Bowl. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived, thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance Alright, Ryan, your piece went up. I imagine, were there other stories by Three Things? Other Three Things stories? Yeah, we did one last
1: week while you were chugging beer at, uh. I that, drank
0: what? a lot of beer at, uh, Disney World.
1: What's the, what's the park though?
0: Uh, Epcot?
1: Epcot, right. You went around the world. You go to different countries and drink oh, beer? Oh, we
0: got wasted. Straight up wasted at Epcot. I mean, I was, yeah. I had to go, like, I, I had like five or six beers in the sun and it was just too much. <laughs> Um, yeah,
1: we were there in July when it was four, literally 4,000 degrees, and I said, oh, let's do – I'll do this thing and, and try to dampen the, the fact that I'm out here with all these people spending money. I got like two beers. I was like, it's, it's too hot. I can't do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or and like the problem is you go – you're like, oh, I'll do a black and tan in England. And then you're like, ah, uh, 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 like a um, – what's the Chinese beer? And you're like finishing it off with a um, – uh Kichaban? Is it that one? Or oh, that one? I don't know. Sapporo is my favorite. Sapporo, Japanese. yeah. Sapporo is my favorite too. So you, But you, you do yeah. like – what's that?
1: It's Japanese
0: Uh, dum-dum. Okay, sorry. I'm not (laughs) being offensive. I'm I'm, the Asian beer. Um, so, but you know, but you're like black and tan Sapporo, like Dosakis, Uh, and then in Africa, they've got this, uh, this is so Disney. They've got like the old elephant IPA. It's like, yeah, I'm sure that's a traditional African beer. Right. It's from Tampa. Um, All those
1: hipsters in Africa drinking that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, come on. Um, so that, uh, so that. But yeah, like you do that and you, you feel pretty lit up, but that's what I was doing while you guys were doing the three things uh pieces, and yours was on the Steelers. What needs to happen for the Steelers to make a Super Bowl run?
1: Thing is, I mean, sadly, you're on them, which is troubling for Steelers fans. You like them to win what? the division, is that right? I do. That that could change, of course. It is May. Sure. But do you know the Super Bowl odds for the teams in that division, off the top of your head?
0: Um, I would guess that the Browns are fourteen or fifteen.
1: 14 to 1?
0: The Steelers are 22 to 1?
1: 20 to 1 last I saw with RJ.
0: Um the Ravens are probably 40 to 1.
1: Are you looking at it?
0: No, I'm just pulling off the top of my head. I mean, I, I, mean, I just know this stuff.
1: All right, well the, and the Bengals? Bengals
0: are like 150 to 1.
1: They're 100 to 1 last I saw. Okay. So yeah, very good. So right, the point is that the, the Browns are the favorites to win the Super Bowl, and I would imagine that means they're favorites to win the division. We'll see. Uh again, I love them on paper, my concern is whether they can handle the pressure But the Steelers Meanwhile They've lost Two of the best players In the league In Le'Veon Bell And Antonio Brown But I wonder If they're They, they can give out With Le'Veon Bell We saw that last year With James Conner We'll see what happens Without Antonio Brown That's a huge That's a huge ask Yes you do Smith, Houston, everyone else. So they don't need To add any wide receivers Because they, they've they done that And they, they signed Dante Moncrief As sort of a, uh, a Stopgap long Deep receiver They drafted Deontay Johnson Third round We'll see what he can do He's a Mac guy Juju obviously has to step up. James Washington has to play better. There's that. So but tight end wise, they lost Jesse Jesse Jones Jesse Jones. Jesse James to the um Lions. And they drafted Zach uh Gentry out of Michigan, who was like a worse version of Jesse James in every way. No disrespect <laughs> to, to <laughs> Zach or his family. So that's he, he wasn't very good last year. He was okay. He was fine, but he's not a guy you draft in the fourth or fifth round wherever they got him and expect him to come in and help. So they don't have any depth there. That's a concern. And we just talked about what tight ends could do for someone like uh, Russell Wilson or, or a middle of the field threat. They need a pass rusher. They didn't draft a pass rusher.
0: Can you oh, hear yeah. this hail? By the way, that holy crap! It is. I'm not kidding. There are quarter sized chunks of hail falling on my roof right now.
1: Did you uh, park the jazz, Jaguar in the garage? I did not. Ooh. Hmm. Well, better get Mister Belvedere on that.
0: Can you get? Can you claim do insurance with uh, hail?
1: Yeah, natural natural disaster.
0: All right, let's get Daddy a new car.
1: I'm just making stuff up. I have no idea. I, can ima- I can't imagine you can't, though.
0: Uh, I'm in a bitter fight with State Farm right now over my over – expe- and and the local body shop over <laughs> – things got heated. But anyway
1: – Is that when AK got rear-ended?
0: Yeah, it's still going on. That happened in –
1: That was Super Bowl week.
0: Happened in freaking February. I'm still dealing with it. These guys don't want to fix it. They gave me, me – sent me home with a bad battery. Anyway, um, tangents. That's what we do here. Yeah, no, I mean, look, I, I just think that I, – I do – I have concerns about the offense and – what concerns
1: outside of the obvious Antonio Brown?
0: Well, no, Antonio. Just can Juju be a number one guy, and can they operate the offense without without Brown at the same level? Is there somebody? Whether it's, I mean, look, let's look at the guys who are there because it's not it's not
1: Juju, James Washington,
0: Eli Rogers, Dante Moncrief, Ryan Switzer. um
1: Oh, yeah, Ryan Switzer. Teron
0: White, Deontay Johnson, who I would anticipate. Deontay Johnson was a bleep you pick to Antonio Brown.
1: Yeah, well, they could have drafted Marquise Brown. but Third-round
0: Mac receiver? Yeah.
1: No, apparently they had a first-round grade on him. Third-round sounded about where uh, he probably, third or fourth-round. They had a
0: first-round grade on Deontay Johnson?
1: That's the report. Um, Who knows? What
0: What if he has a better season than Antonio Brown next year?
1: Now uh, that would be a huge, hugely disappointing for Antonio Brown because I can't imagine. John Green. like Realistically, if Deontay Johnson has 20 catches and 250 yards, that would be a, a good season, I would imagine.
0: But they used the pick that they got from the Raiders on Deontay Johnson, right?
1: Well, they used the pick for Santonio Holmes and uh, Antonio Brown.
0: Right. I mean, this is a Kevin Colbert. Yeah. Kevin Colbert comes across as like a mild mannered, like I am an objective person who doesn't. Uh, but he's like, "F you, boys. F
1: you." Yeah. He's like Paris um, with more hair. <laughs>
0: That's actually a pretty good comp. Uh,
1: but anyway, yeah. So that, that, that I mean, yes, we can. We'll have to see whether Roethlisberger can can cope without Antonio Brown. And look, last year and the years before, he forced a lot of passes to Antonio Brown because we knew the temper tantrums were on the horizon if he didn't get the balls thrown his way. So we'll see whether it helps. But it's it's a huge, it's obviously a huge question. A bigger question that we haven't talked about in a while, actually. Mike Munchak, the offensive line coach, is now in Denver.
0: That is a great, great. Great point.
1: That's a that's going to be a huge problem. They have all the guys back along the offensive line, but prior to Munchak being there, that offensive line was straight up doo doo, and it yep. was because of the offensive line coach who was there one year and jettisoned when it became clear that he didn't know what he was doing.
0: The, you see this a lot around the NFL, and it doesn't get the credit it deserves. So, credit good good up for you for talking about that, Ryan. But like Thank we saw, you. It with, we saw it with Bill Callahan. When he jumped from, uh, when he was in Dallas and how good that offensive line was and he jumps to, to Washington. We saw it with the Bengals when they switched offensive line coaches last year. We saw it with the Seahawks and the Raiders when they got rid of Tom, got rid of Tom Cable and the Seahawks offensive line magically became one of the five best, five best in the league. And the Raiders magically went from being one of the top five units to being like a bottom 10 unit. Um, it's, it's pretty incredible. I would say that a couple bets I like on the Steelers, the Steelers actually have moved now, at least on, um, I need to see, I, I think we're supposed to reference the Westgate here, so I don't want to get in trouble, but I just happen to have sportsbook.com up, an offshore site, but it is, um, they're, they uh, f- is now even money on whether they make or miss the playoffs. And before they were like plus 150 to make or miss the playoffs, hmm. which I think is interesting. Um, I would like, to, I would want to take them, um, if I could, if I could wager on it, uh, to, to make the playoffs. I think that that is a, uh, that is a good bet with the Steelers because when I, I wrote about this for the site and if you you know you can go back and look at it. I'm bringing up the West Gates right now but the old one I think I mean I'm pretty sure that they were let's see I have them right here they were plus 110 to make the playoffs minus 130 to miss I love them at plus money to make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, and the important thing outside of Monchek, if they can sort that out, and his assistant will be taken over, we'll see. I don't think the guy's ever been O line coach.
0: And it's not—it's not like Monchek was making chicken salad out of chicken crap. Like he was—he
1: had but he turned he, around a unit that was terrible.
0: No, but I mean, like when you look at their offensive line, I mean, you're talking about Villanueva, Roman Foster, Pouncy, DeCastro. Castro. Yeah, um, I mean they have—you know—they have. He made like, them
1: play better though.
0: Yeah, for sure, hundred percent.
1: So uh, that aside, and I think the bigger issue, as always recently, anyway, is the defense. So the two other things I mentioned about how they could get better is add a pass rusher. There's no one out there now. They didn't draft one outside of Sutton Smith uh, and Ulysses Gilbert, who are both 230 pounds and sort of is, project.
0: Is Isaiah Bugs a fourth? Uh, He's an interior guy. End? Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, Shane Ray is out there. Mm-hmm. He's been hurt. Can't stay healthy. He was a first-round pick, right?
0: Uh, he was by the Broncos,
1: yeah. yeah. It hasn't it hasn't really he had eight sacks his second year and then he sort of struggled. But Derek Morgan's still out there, he's thirty, he's played better more recently. But again, these are situational guys that can come in and, and spell TJ Watt and uh Bud Dupree. And finally, they need some depth at safety. Morgan Burnett wanted out, so they cut him. He's now with the Browns. They signed uh, Mark Barron to sort of play that role, but he's slash linebacker, slash safety. Uh what do you think about Eric Berry? Mm. Can't stay healthy either.
0: I think he wanted. I think he wanted expected to get more money in the free agent market than he realized would be out there because he saw. Earl Thomas
1: got four years, fifty five million, and I think thirty something guaranteed, thirty something million guaranteed. They ain't giving him that. I think a better option might be your guy Trey Boston.
0: Ooh, that's not a bad idea. I think that would be smart though for the uh, the Steelers. Although, do you think they look at Sean Davis and Terrell Edmonds and be like, "All right, we got this covered." I mean,
1: (laughs) well, Sean Davis's final year his deal. He's a free safety. Trey Boston can play back there and, and um, Terrell Evans is coming to a second year and he did okay last year's first round pick I think they have expect more out of him this year is a strong safety and, and that's certainly reasonable but in just in ter- again just in terms of depth but their defense is much better this year um, if, if you tape.
0: told if you told me this defense was go- a top five unit this coming year I wouldn't be stunned
1: so but so if the defense works out um an issue I didn't write about and it's obviously one to keep an eye on it, whether um what's the kicker's name Boswell, whether he can get his head out of his, his arse. Um, he, he went off the deep end last year.
0: Devin Bush has to play like a top-ten pick out of the box, too.
1: Or just not play like one of the worst players in the league at linebacker.
0: That's that too. But, yeah. right.
1: So, yeah, I mean, Ryan Chazier struggled as a rookie, if I recall. That defense in 2014 probably was terrible. I have to go back and look and verify it. But um, it'll probably be some growing pains. But we've seen guys. Fred Warner came in last year for the 49ers and balled out. So it's not impossible.
0: I was trying to find, uh, uh, props for MVP. I think they're down now, but they, oh, let's see. MVP. In theory, I'm not going to mention the site, but you could bet on it if you wanted to. Sportsbook.com. Ben Roethlisberger is 50 to 1. That, that is. That sounds low? That is. That- like, it should be like 20 to 1.
1: What is, uh, like, uh, what's Drew Brees, for example?
0: Uh, Odell Beckham is 40 to 1. Come on. Exactly.
1: That's- Ben
0: Roethlisberger window. is is even with Christian McCaffrey, Zeke Elliott, Khalil Mack, Saquon Barkley, Todd Gurley. and Good
1: lord, Todd Gurley! S-
0: exactly, slightly ahead of Jared Goff. Kirk Cousins is seventy to one. Kyler Murray seventy five to one. What are we? What are we doing here?
1: Um, yeah, I mean, rookie of the year. That's one thing. But, but he ain't.
0: let's compare. Let's compare it. Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers, Russell. All right, Deshaun Watson, Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson are twenty to one. Drew Brees is fifteen to one. Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers are twenty five to one. Aaron Donald is forty to one. Cam Newton's 40-1. Cam Newton, we don't even get huh. to throw this year. Roethlisberger, I'm telling you people, if you can find that out there, bet on Ben Roethlisberger fifty to one to win MVP. That's Jimmy Garoppolo is forty to one. Get get out of here. It's ridiculous. Here's the other thing with Roethlisberger: if he has, if he plays sixteen games, I know that's a stretch, but it could happen. If he plays sixteen games, has four thousand plus passing yards, which he'll do if he plays sixteen games, thirty plus touchdowns, which will do if he plays sixteen games. And does it without Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell, people are going to push the narrative about the Steelers, especially if they win ten to twelve games and take that division. I, I I love this bet. I think losing your top two playmakers fifty to one odds is a great, great value. I would what, uh
1: what's Mason Rudolph?
0: <laughs> he is uh fifty one to one. Nice. Yeah. Uh Lamar Jackson is seventy five to one. Come on. Dak Prescott eighty to one. Why is Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson ahead of Dak Prescott? This is messed up. Go bet on this now, Antonio Brown, one hundred to one. Get out of here. It's yeah, right. It's ridiculous. Derek Carr, one twenty five to one. Mm. Um, okay, let's get out of here because you're gonna have to podcast with me later. Yep. Today, this is the Pick Six Podcast. Thank you for uh, dealing with our delay, Ryan. Thank you as always for your uh-huh. excessive off season work and dealing with me and fulfilling it while I was gone. We're gonna get this party started all off season. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. Talk to you soon, buddy. <laughs>